Hi there, and welcome to Cinema Nerds, the podcast. My name is Mike Turkus, and I am the editor-in-chief of CinemaNerds.com, your destination for everything movies. At Cinema Nerds, we have coverage of movie news, trailers, reviews, as well as the occasional interview. Every week on this podcast, we will be offering our views on the latest film releases, such as our topic today. The latest offering from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Thor, Love and Thunder, also signifies the fourth standalone film for the character. While it proves wildly entertaining and engaging for most of its runtime, the film finds itself caught a bit too much in the whimsical nature of its subject and ends up a little too light on the story side of the ledger. Kids, get the popcorn now. Let me tell you the story of the space viking, Thor Odinson. He was no ordinary man. He was a god. After saving planet Earth for the 500th time, Thor set off on a new journey. Well, he got in shape. He went from dad bod to god bod. And after all that, he reclaimed his title as the one and only Thor. In Thor, Love and Thunder, Thor, again played by Chris Hemsworth, embarks on an epic journey for inner peace. However, his retirement is halted when Gore the God Butcher, played by Christian Bale, arrives seeking to extinguish all of the gods from the universe. In an effort to defeat this new foe, Thor joins forces with King Valkyrie, played by Tessa Thompson, Korg, played by Taika Waititi, and his former flame, Jane Foster, played by Natalie Portman, who now possesses the magical hammer, Mjolnir. Jane? The old ex-girlfriend. What's it been like? Three, four years? <laughs> Eight years, seven months and six days. Give or take. Am I, uh, sensing feelings? Well, you're right. Working from a script by himself and Jennifer Caton Robinson, who previously served the Marvel Cinematic Universe as consulting producer on the Hawkeye television series, Taika Waititi infuses the film with enough mirth and frivolity to engage even the most casual of comic book fans, but that same quality often leaves the film lacking in other more tangible areas that made other films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe far more successful. Even Waititi's previous entry into the series, Thor Ragnarok, in 2017, felt a bit more focused and tied to the overall Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole than this latest film. I just want to say that was very, very impressive what you did back there. It's just my first bad guy. You never forget your first. The gods of kill. Because I have something worth fighting for. Fun and energetic, yet occasionally hollow, Thor Love and Thunder again showcases Chris Hemsworth as one of the indispensable stars of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But that draw, as well as the welcome return of Natalie Portman to the fold, 
does not succeed in elevating the film to anything more than simply another entertaining entry in the series. That's our episode for this week. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to visit Cinema Nerds on Facebook and Twitter and at our website at cinemanerds.com.